If you are an animal rights activist, yesterday was a great day for Canada. It uh, will lead to what some are calling a more humane country. And that is after a bill passed that bans the keeping and breeding of whales and dolphins and porpoises in captivity. The uh, amendments were made to the criminal criminal code and would levy fines to lawbreakers of up to $200,000. What does this mean for, you know, the Vancouver Aquarium? They only have one dolphin. Well, probably not too much because they were going to phase out uh, keeping the dolphin in, in captivity uh, very soon. But Marineland still has 61 of these uh, mammals in their possession. And I do say possession because they, you know, they own them. 55 belugas, 5 dolphins, and 1 orca. Phil Demers is a former Marineland whale trainer turned whistleblower, and he helped construct this bill right from the get-go. Phil, it's a pleasure to have you on the show. Uh, my pleasure. Thanks for having me. Phil, how long were you a trainer at Marineland? I started in 2000, and I quit in 2012. So when did it occur to you that what you were doing just might not be the appropriate thing to do to these animals? It occurred to me on day one that something was wrong, but I put my belief in the system uh, in accordance to the fact that people appeared to know what was going on. This was a celebrated industry, so I assumed that I was wrong to feel the way I did. And I curbed my perspective as best I can, and I became an, a, a company guy. Was there an incident that led you to feel uh, this this isn't right, or was it just the fact that you've got these massive marine mammals in very small containers swimming around? In my my very first job, on my very first was to scrub a uh, uh, blood stain that uh, that stained the arcade floor because they had did a necropsy on an orca before I, I had actually been employed and they dragged the carcass through the aquarium and my job on day one was to get on my hands and knees and scrub that blood and you know when you're hours on your hands and knees scrubbing orca blood on an arcade floor you can't help but wonder what you if, if where the, the place that you're working at is doing the right thing or not the, the this is interesting that uh marine land you know they originally opposed the bill and they said it would devastate attendance uh, yesterday, in a statement, they said that, uh, you know, that the bill exempts the whales currently in Marineland because it does. It grandfathers them in and recognizes the educational role of Marineland by prohibiting uh, prohibiting entertainment only shows while continuing to per- permit Marineland's education presentations. What do you make of their statement? It's, it's just as debunkable as every statement they've done in the last four years, every effort they tried, uh, every pressure they put on the politicians to try to kill this bill. Uh, every point that they made, uh, every science, every scientist that they tried to bring to the to the to the table for the debate, uh, all of which were debunked. So uh, Marineland's trying to save face, and I don't blame them. They're, they have plenty of reason to be embarrassed. I mean, an entire country just deemed their uh, practice of keeping uh, whales, dolphins, and porpoises in captivity illegal and cruel. So uh, you know, Marineland will always say what they say. Only in, I mean, really, we know they're on a they're on a uh, they have they have a shelf life now. So. Uh, we'll, we'll humor we'll humor what Marineland has to say for as long as they continue to exist, but we know that that won't be much longer. So there are 61 animals that are currently in captivity in Marineland, and they will be grandfathered by the bill. So that means the they can keep the animals. They can't perform, make them perform anymore. Um, what do well, you? Th- they, still, they still can perform. There's nothing in the bill that keeps um, the, uh, that makes the uh, performance illegal. This is because they're grandfathered. They're grandfathered in that because the law, as per the law, they are property. They are Marineland's property. You can't just simply take them. 
So is that the major change to the to the law is that we can't own these whales in marine mammals like property anymore? The, cha- the change is marine life can no longer breed animals. They can no longer take in animals. They can no longer uh, export animals without uh, it being in the best interest of the uh, the whale. Um, so the, so and, and any other facility, of course, can never uh, import any animals. So, I mean, really, it only affects marine life. But it also affects the future moving forward in that no one will ever start another marine land. Bill, a lot of people will never know what it's like to be that close to uh, a mammal that is, you know, as big and um, as intelligent as an orca. What was it like as a trainer? When did you first realize that you were dealing with something of, of superior, like very high intelligence and, you know, something that is, is being forced to do tricks that were well below them? Once you start to establish a relationship with the animal, um, you start to recognize that it's actually deeper than... Uh, than what's on the surface. They start to communicate with you and, and express emotions and whatnot. Uh, you start to realize that this is a, uh, this is a majestic creature and uh, you start to feel their pain. I mean, quite literally, I was there for a long time. Um, you start to feel the perils that these animals are experiencing. You feel it yourself. So, um, did that, How do they communicate with you? Just in their behavior in general. I mean, you get to know the animals. Spending, you know... I'll use the example of having a dog, for instance. If you've got a dog at home, you probably spend a quality couple of hours a day with them. Well, when we worked at Marineland, we did our best to spend, I mean, you know, upwards of 8 to 12 hours a day with each and every animal. Well, with, over the span of 12 years, you get to know the animals very, very well. I mean, all of their behaviors, uh, any any changing behavior on a daily basis, I could recognize. And, uh, I mean, that's the job, that's the role of the trainer. You, you, your job is to be the voice for the animals and uh you know, what, during my tenure at Marine Life, it became evident that uh, Marine Life didn't particularly like the fact that I was raising issues and whatnot, and it didn't take them terribly long to deem me a problem employee. So the writing on the wall near the end of my tenure became evident, and uh, it's just nice because now the writing's on Marine Life's wall. They are grandfathered in this bill, so they get to keep the whales and dolphins. Is there any way that you could have seen these mammals actually adjusting to being released into the wild again, or was that is that something that just seems un, uh, unfeasible now? Uh, it's part of the plan. So in the coming years, you will, Canada will, uh, on the coast of Nova Scotia, uh, build a seaside sanctuary that will be for beluga whales and on the west coast. Uh, shared between Canada and the U.S. and Washington State and Vancouver will be a uh, uh, seaside sanctuary that will accommodate orcas. And so the hope is, on account of the fact that the bill, if Marineland were to choose to try to export any of their animals, uh, requires that the uh, that the Minister of uh, Oceans and Fisheries approve those permits, that they be in the best interest of the animal. Our hope is. The only place that will be uh, accommodating to those animals, to those belugas and, uh, and kiska, the lone remaining orca in Canada, will be seaside sanctuary. So this is only the beginning. Uh, those whales, there's never been more hope for them. Hmm. So I guess the, the question mark there is that if, you know, the fear is that the uh, marine land would decide, okay, we're not making the money, we can't, we did it one time. It's not sustainable, our business model anymore. Let's try and make some, some bucks and sell a whale or two or a, a bottle of dolphin. How much could these whales fetch? Uh, there's an there's a incredible demand in the state, but uh, unfortunately for Marineland, that's not going to happen without, uh, without the government's approval, and it's quite unlikely in this case. 
Uh, and as for Marineland's attendance, they're already no longer viable. They're, they're already on the clock. So it really is the onus is on them to uh, evolve and adapt as quickly as they can and make accommodations for those animals that are in their best interest so that they themselves can continue to benefit the community at large and employ people and everything else and, and draw crowds because uh, those days are well behind them. I mean, uh, this past weekend, I saw the crowds at Marineland, and I've never seen so few people there. I mean, really, when, when a country outlaws your business, uh, the consensus is uh, nobody loves Marine Life. Bill, you, you told us about how when you first started in 2000, your day one, you had to spend scrubbing uh, the blood of a deceased whale off the floor. You had to do that for hours, and then you realized there was something wrong, um, something amiss with what was going on at Marine Land. But you continued on to be, to be a trainer, and you t- continued on to form relationships with these animals do you ever miss the animals? I mean, do you, the, these bonds have been formed now. Do you, do you ever wish you could go back and, and see how they're doing? And um, The entire basis of my advocacy is on account of the fact that I do love those animals and speaking up for those animals. And one animal in particular is Smooshy the walrus. And if anyone was unaware, four walruses have died at Marineland in the last 24 months, leaving only Smooshy alive. She's the lone survivor. Um, now, Smooshy and I have a very unique bond. She actually thinks I'm her mother through this, you know, anomalous incident where I imprinted on her. And uh, she is the inspiration for my advocacy. And uh, my advocacy for her has not ended. In fact, it's only strengthening because uh, I am a- actively trying to have her removed from the park. If you weren't an advocate for the animals and speaking for the animals, do you think you'd be able to live with what you've done in the past for, you know, um, you know for a living? Absolutely. I would change nothing of my experience. I would change nothing of, of how the world came to be and, uh, and how we've now, in, on account of the fact that Marineland uh, demonstrated that the, that, that the keeping of animals are um, essentially abuse, uh, it, it, took, it took for humanity to catch up to that lesson, for that lesson to catch up to us. So, you know, sometimes we need hard lessons, and, and with that, comes uh, hard decisions, and this is where we are today. We're moving forward because we've learned from the mistakes of the past. Phil, are you shocked that it took us so long to learn that maybe putting a large animal like a whale in a very small tank and and asking it to perform tricks for, you know, a few fish here and there didn't already ring alarm bells? Uh, Marineland and the industry used to control the message. I mean, look, that that Marineland commercial went uh, stretched far and wide. And whereas in the past there was no such thing as social media, um, you know, people couldn't actually get their thoughts out there. Um, I, I credit much of the paradigm shift that we're currently uh, amidst to exactly that, that people now have cell phones that they themselves can be newspapers and they themselves can be broadcast networks. I've got a tweet out there as we speak that, uh, you know, it's reached in excess of uh, 10,000 uh, retweets and like 40,000 likes. Um, you know, the world over is, is now watching... Uh, my Twitter account. So, I know, so it did time, but you know, the the industry itself made certain of that. They 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 tried to uh, flood uh, the world with uh, misleading facts and, and outright lies. Uh, Marine Life continues to do so. They're, I mean, they haven't changed. They're, they haven't evolved any, as far as I'm concerned. Um, so, no, it, it it took. I guess you would have to say an unfortunately long amount of time, but exactly the the perfect amount of time. Phil, thanks so much for uh, joining us on the show today, and uh, I want to thank you because I, I, I think it's a very admirable thing you're doing. 
Uh, you're at Walrus Whisperer on Twitter, former right. Marineland whale trainer turned whistleblower and responsible, largely responsible for uh, helping to craft this bill, which has now banned the keeping of whales, dolphins, and porpoises in captivity here in Canada. Thanks so much for joining us, Phil. Uh, this fight's been the pleasure of my life. Thank you. I'm sure a lot of us are going to go to bed wondering about Smoochie's plight, and I'm not saying that lightly. Well, stay tuned because uh, the, the fight is, is heating up like can't imagine. All right. Thanks, Phil. It sounds like we're going to be talking to you uh, very soon in the near future.